Welcome to episode 29 of the Triple Takeover Toycast, a fortnightly podcast dedicated to the Transformers and other great toy lines from the past, which we've actually now done. As ever, I am joined by a man who never leaves home without his power pants on. It's writer, photographer, and noted polystyrene enthusiast, Maz from TF Square One. Power pants? What? <laughs> I was wondering about your power pants. What's that about? And if I have them, where are they? Is this not what happens when you combine with Rodimus? It becomes the power pants. I thought it might be something like Wallace and Gromit you were making a reference to. Have you got a tiny penguin? <laughs> follow you around. It's a chicken. It's a chicken. Our other co-host has a Unicron-like determination to hoover up every Transformers toy ever made. He power links as being a writer and photographer with an excellent YouTube channel. It's Sixo. Thank you very much. You redeemed yourself in the, the second half there with the, with the excellent YouTube channel. That was, uh, that was nice. Thank you. And I'm Toybox Soapbox, or as my optician calls me, Liam. I get the power pants thing now. Right. Have you remembered what the topic of today's episode is? I've realised what I'm doing here today, what day it is, (laughs) and what's going on. (laughs) Okay, there we go. Wow. Maz is waiting for the mask talk to start, isn't he? Yeah. For Transformers gimmicks. Wait, what day is it? That was a year ago, can you believe (laughs) it? That was over a year ago. My God, time flies. With that, I should probably superlink into the topic of this episode before the inevitable inferno of controversial opinions sees one of us not toe the line. Our subject matter today is very specifically G1 homages from Transformers Energon, a time before G1 designed ravaged every toy line and before we all had the same dad bod as this toy line's Optimus Prime. (laughs) Speak for yourselves, you know what I mean? I'm fairly trim around the midsection, thank you very much. I got called middle-aged on this blooming podcast recently, and now I'm being accused of having a dad bod. I don't know what's going I don't know if I signed up for this kind of abuse. I like you say that, but we're all around the same age, so if you're middle-aged, we're all middle-aged. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Just three middle-aged men with dad bods on a podcast. Yeah, doing a podcast that started in lockdown, yeah. Yeah, it's a good shout. Anyway, dad bods aside, we should probably mention our sponsors for the evening. So first we have tfsource.com for all your Transformers and third-party needs. So we'll come back and have a little look at their site in the kind of midsection of this episode. But, you know, loads of third-party stuff, new masterpiece. (laughs) Talking about midsections again. Oh, I am, yeah. They're very sizable midsection. Uh, (laughs) Middle age. (laughs) Yeah, indeed. Mid, oh my god, I'm not going to get away from that anytime soon. Uh, anyway, we'll come back and talk about that a little bit later. Uh, and then, of course, this is the part where we usually introduce gearforgeeks.co.uk, although slightly unfortunate news on that score because Morg, who runs the site, has, I'm afraid, decided to close it down. So, Gear for Geeks is to soon to be no more, but the good news is there is that they are having a bit of a closing down malarkey. So, there's still plenty of stock on there, lots of pre owned stuff. So, you can go and check it out, gearforgeeks.co.uk, uh, and make the most of those. But uh, we'll have news on another sponsor another time i suppose and if you like buying cool stuff we also have a redbubble store you can visit it at redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash triple takeover forward slash explore where you can buy coasters tote bags t-shirts leggings socks and even stationery and a shower curtain and the shower curtain which you should absolutely get to hide your midsection yes indeed yeah never going to get into those leggings am i no we also have a patreon which you can find at patreon.com forward slash triple takeover where we offer multiple perks at multiple levels. You can just support us for £1 a month as an apologetic ramp, or you can be on the other side of the scale as a 6 O's butler, where you can commission minisodes, and we will do those for you, depending on the topic. You can also vote on upcoming episode topics, and you can ask questions that will be answered on the pod. That's how this episode started, wasn't it? It was originally a minisode. Yeah, we had uh, G1 homages in Energon requested by both Billy Ho and Yusufa. But what happened was the 
it just ran on so long and we had so much to say about it that uh, it made sense to make it an episode. We thought this is actually something that might be quite cool to offer to a wider audience and we recorded a, a different minisode. So also to Yusufer and Billy, feel free to request another minisode topic that we will add to the queue because this one we've just taken and adapted for a full episode. Yeah, I think it just really felt, didn't it, like such a great discussion. It's weird introducing a discussion that we've already had, I suppose, in that regard. It's not something we've ever had to do before. But it just felt like a really solid discussion that we all enjoyed and kind of an unusual format as well, as you'll see. So I think what we really wanted to do was just present the mini-sode as it was. So we haven't edited it, uh, you know, we haven't like introduced a, you know, put a new intro on it or anything like that. So you will hear us speaking in a minute, just the original recording as it was, so it should hopefully also give you an idea of what our mini-sode sound like, maybe. I mean, it's not like Triple Takeover to go quite long, is it? Yeah, that's true. But this was a fun one, and we have, we've had lots, haven't we? There are other ones. If you do want to sign up and check them out, there are pretty much something for everybody there. Yeah, Spy Changes was a recent highlight. Yeah, it was a fun. The Seacons, that was very good. I enjoyed the scale chart discussion again. Yes. Know, just seeing yeah, Liam yeah. get so... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so irate about the whole idea of scale and whatever. That was really, really good fun. So we've had some crackers. We've had some brilliant yeah. ones. Some good ones coming up as well, actually. Yeah, definitely. So, but I think it just, as I say, tonight's, uh, you know, the whole topic just really felt so good that, as you said, it was fun to share it, the idea of to share it with a wider audience. And I think the fact that it's Unicron Trilogy as well, and we haven't really done an episode with that as a focus yet. We've talked about it a bit in kind of some of the, like, the gimmicks and things like that. But this just felt like a really good opportunity to kind of pay attention to the Unicron Trilogy a bit and hopefully have a bit of fun with it. Speaking of paying attention, um, it was 2004 wasn't it that the the discussion was really based around was yes that? yeah um and like one of the things we normally do when we have these period-based uh transformers line discussions is we kind of talk about what we were doing in 2004 so what were you doing in 2004 playing football that's your answer to this question every single time doesn't matter we're doing car robots in 2000 or 1986 or vinyl tech in 2007 i was playing football I'm a consistent individual. I was consistently playing sports and video games for a long time. Uh, I was, I was. What was I doing? Working. Uh, trying to think. I hadn't. Yeah, no. It was a good, good couple of years before I met my wife. So, uh, and I was still hadn't moved to London yet. Working a lot. Uh, getting ahead. Living with friends. Just to be honest, a lot of socialising, working, drinking. Definitely drinking. It was just great. I don't know. It was Gigging. a great, it was a great time. Loved it. Yeah, lots of gigs. Lots of gigs. So hanging out. That was it, really. I don't know. Transformers wasn't at all a really big thing at the time, no. to be honest. It was kind of off the radar completely at that point. Just life was too full, I guess. Yeah, I think uh, in 2004, I would have been 24, and I would have actually just sold most of the collection I had at that point, all Diaclones, vintage uh, G1 and stuff. It was a year of no collecting for me, and it was only towards the end of 2004, I think, that, or maybe middle of 2004, the summer, where I bought an alternator smokescreen, which kind of got me back into it. And obviously, I discussed that quite a lot in the Vinyl Tech episode. But yeah, I was also working and yeah, very much doing other things than collecting. That had gone, but it was very much back in 2004. I think it was also the the discovery of the Diaclone Black Tracks' origin coming from Finland. Like someone notified me that they'd found one and it, it, Finland was the country it'd come from. And that drew me back into the topic and, and just the hobby generally. 
Yeah, I think one thing that you'll hear from all of us as we get into this discussion in a minute, and kind of when you hear the minisode topic, it's that Energon was definitely not on the radar for any of us at the time, was it? It wasn't like, you know, something that we were really paying attention to. So one thing we all kind of say towards the end is that it's great fun to go back and look at this line and actually Mm -hmm. what has turned out to be, I think, some of the the real, um, like some of the real fun stuff from the time just really really great line great toys and some of the things i've discovered since i've loved about energon i can't tell you stuff like sprung and uh landmine uh you know i've kind of got two since just absolutely phenomenal toys really see i was buying the comic you remember from dreamwave when it switched mm-hmm. from armada yeah, yeah, yeah. to energon so i remember the toy line but at this point i was pretty much out most nights getting really drunk but i was still picking up transformers and stuff but it was mostly like the book box reissues and things like that more than anything else mm. Anyway, let's get on with the topic at hand and just give this, you know, mini so content a listen as it was originally recorded. And if you do enjoy it and you want to hear more, check us out on Patreon, as we said earlier. So enjoy the mini so. Welcome to another Patreon-exclusive mini-sode, and today we're talking Transformers Energon. That's how it sounds, isn't it? I think vaguely. I've not seen the cartoon in a while, but uh, I think the theme song's a bit bit like that. Anyway, uh, but we're going to talk about Energon today, and specifically specifically about G1 homages in Energon. This is actually a a topic that's been requested by two Patreons, isn't it? Two patrons. Maz? That's right. So Yusufer requested this and Billy Ho requested this as his second mini-sode because he's already had a mini-sode. So just calm down, Billy. We're going to do mini-sodes. Yeah, yeah. So he's requested a second one because we did his first request and this just basically two people get what they want. So that's great. Fantastic. No Pat Rion just yet. Still waiting for him. I'll send you the file for the crickets and you can just insert <laughs> it when you're editing at this point. He hasn't actually listened to that episode. That's yet, a good though, point. So he, yep. he doesn't know what you're talking no, about. I've just spoiled it for him. Oh, yeah, right. exactly. Okay. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's okay. We understand that you're okay with spoilers, so no, no, uh, no problem. Fair. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> right. So what we're going to talk about today is Energon. And the idea of this is not so much to talk about the toys themselves in any great level of detail beyond uh, just more kind of what they represent in terms of homages to the original line. Because, of course, Energon was sort of 2003 to 2004. And, of course, 2004 was the 20th anniversary of Transformers at the time. Uh, I think kind of setting the scene for that, you know, we were just saying, actually, before we hit record, that, yes, Binal Tech had started by this point, And obviously you had, uh, well, the first, like, one or two releases of Masterpiece anyway. Or was it just MP1 by that point? It was probably just MP1. I think MP2 was... 2005, I guess? That's right, yeah. It was ages between MP1 and MP2. It was Magnus, wasn't it? Yeah. So probably by that point, you'd got MP1 and some vinyl tech. Right. And that was basically it. And you had some reissues. So the reissue thing was kind of in full swing Mm -hmm. by that point. But really, in terms of mainline... G1 was a concept that had not been revisited by this point because you'd had G1, you'd had G2, Beast Wars, Beast Machines, R.I.D., and then Armada, and then this. And this was, as I say, 20 years in, this was Hasbro and Takara's first 
real attempt in the main line at coming back to G1 in any kind of meaningful way. And I think it's worth just saying that it's not like any of the toys are bang on their G1 selves. You wouldn't really get back to that for a good few more years. I mean, there was some of that in classics and everything. But, it, you know, it's, it, this is really just kind of um, a new take on some of those characters. Some of them are just names. Some of them are quite obvious when you look at the toy. Oh, that's clearly this guy, like in a new form or whatever. So it's it's really a bit of a mix. Some of them are tenuous. Some of them are slavish. It really just kind of depends. So what we're going to do today, uh, well, it's probably worth prefacing it by saying what your exposure to Energon is, right? Like, So, Liam, you you know some of these toys? Yeah, yeah, I've seen the show. Um, I remember it when it was out. I've had quite a few of the toys. And it's, it's a good thing to note about this is quite a few of these toys for years were stand-ins, weren't they, in the classics collections. There's quite a few of these are the ones that lasted until they actually got updates. So, yeah, that's true, actually. I think that's a fair point. So That's how strong the homages are. <laughs> uh, and Maz, you're, it's fair to say, less familiar. Uh, even that is an, is an understatement. I think completely ignorant is the best way of describing it. Although, I, if I'm not mistaken, one of them is a green muscle car that I do know. So that's how ignorant I am. The looks on your faces tell me that that's completely uh, wrong. <laughs> genuinely, <laughs> genuinely trying to imagine what that is now. Energon downshift, isn't that like the green right. muscle car? No, that's, that's, the that's, wheel. that's the wheeljack. Yeah, yeah. That's... Which is called downshift. It's called downshift. Yes, okay. That's, yeah, yeah. that's not... what I've always wanted to handle. Right. Okay, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Well, we'll definitely talk about that one today. Uh, so the idea, what we're going to do is we've got a little chat open that uh, obviously you, those of you listening can't see, but we're going to drop some pictures of the various toys in as we go and uh, just kind of, I don't know, see what see what we make of them. So we may as well start in an obvious place. And uh, this is the first one, just loading it up now. There we go. Uh, so you can all see that. You know who that one is, of course. Is that Chicken Prime? Is that Chicken Prime? Yeah. <laughs> Why Chicken Prime? Is that not one of the primes? Chicken prime. It's prime, but why chicken prime? Because he has chicken legs and he's like really oh. skinny legs. Isn't that what they call him? <laughs> yeah, so this is Optimus Prime. Yeah, he does. Do they call him that? I've never heard that. Dad Bob Prime. I've heard that Dad quite Bob. a few times. Yeah, Dad Bob Prime, definitely. So but It's not Bendy Prime. No, Bendy Prime is Armada. So Bendy Prime is, well, Bendy Prime is the, the second of the two Armada toys, the smaller one. And it's called Bendy Prime just because it has more articulation. It's a whole other thing. This is Dad Bob Prime. So in his smaller configuration, he's definitely got a bit of an old beer belly and, and kind of a bit of a rotund <laughs> look to him. And then he's got these kind of Megazord-esque drones that attach onto his arms and legs and kind of make him bigger. So really very cool toy. It's amazing to think that um, Optimus Prime is millions of years old, but it's this toy is where he finally hits middle age. <laughs> right. <laughs> 20 years in, yeah. yeah. Well, he's had a bunch of kids, hasn't he? You can see. <laughs> a bunch of pizzas. <laughs> yeah. hey, man, if you had four kids, you'd be looking a bit like that too, I reckon. Oh, man. I'd be looking like a tombstone. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. so. Liam loves it when we bring up fans' hobby. They have actually teased their version of this, and it looks amazing. It really does. It really does. Yeah, they've really kind of captured the, I think, the fun of it is the thing so the original toys is great honestly like it's a ridiculous toy it's one that actually my son does love this one we've played with quite a few times and it's not hard to see why i mean you've got the four little drones they can all configure around um in different orientations as well they can all become arms and legs and whatever you want it's really fun very power rangers isn't it yeah totally is it's really of that time you can tell yeah. even the way the trailer holds them and they they look like they're supposed to shoot out it's very power rangers inspired yeah so is the homage here just G1 Optimus Prime? Yeah, it's literally that. Okay. I mean, that's that. we're starting in an obvious place. Uh, what's probably worth moving on to is this dude who actually combines with Optimus. Do we know who that is? Hang on. <laughs> appear to be having a old man with tech issue. Ah, oh, that's uh, clearly Wing Saber. 
It is Wing really? Saber, yes. So it's a Star Saber homage, and that's been confirmed by the people that made it. And it's not just, you know, you might think, is it a coincidence that it just looks like that and has the name Saber? But no, it was an intentional thing. Uh, this actually... Wait, is that correct? I just correct. told you the only thing I know that follows the word Energon is Energon Wing Saber. It's just those, an Energon downshift. Saber. No, no, Okay, that just rolled off the tongue. I had no idea that's actually what this was. Yeah, yeah. And now that you mention it, yes, it's obviously a Star Saber homage. That's so yeah, yeah. clear. It really is. I remember seeing it like when I first became aware of kind of Japanese G1 and everything and then seeing this and, and just being like, huh, what's going on with that? Do you know what I mean? It was a, a really kind of unusual one. This is, I think, probably the, one of the more bizarre homages in this because it's very specifically a Japanese G1 reference, whereas mm-hmm. everything else is US G1, I think. You know what? It, I feel like this is the sort of thing that G1ers of the time simply wouldn't have been aware of, that they wouldn't have had the respect for this line to say, oh, it's actually paying tribute to a Japanese G1 exclusive. Right. But then that's how ignorance works, isn't it? Maybe. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a surprisingly deep cut, actually, particularly for the time, for 2004. I think that is, that is something, to put this out in, a, you know, in the main line for kids and everything. This was quite a prominent character in the cartoon. Also combines with Optimus. So it's, uh, there's, there's a lot of fuss made of this toy for being a brick because it has virtually no articulation by itself. But it basically comes apart into like four parts and becomes new arms and legs for Optimus. Oh, nice. This actually really reminds me of the similarly proportioned guy who merges with Armada Prime. I can't yeah. remember what that fella's called, but it really reminds me of that. There's Jetfire and uh, the other guy. Um, then there's Overload. That's it. That's what yeah. this reminds me of. Well, funny you should mention that because he's actually, well, sort of coming up next. So he got a repaint uh, in uh, Energon, which is here. And who do you think that is? That uh, looks like Ultra Magnus. That's an Ultra Magnus. Yeah. So that is a repaint of Armada, but uh, the Armada mold. But yeah, just brought back here. And yeah, very clearly an Ultra Magnus uh, homage. Actually, I think if I'm right, I seem to remember the Armada name uh, toy. <laughs> Why are you laughing? This is the tiny piddly vehicle at the airport that tows the airplane that's yeah. what that little tiny white cab is doing it is. or it's like towing fort max's leg that's yeah. what's going on there that's a fair point yeah, yeah yeah it's a bit like it is a bit like an airporty thing isn't it? this is actually another one that my my son really loves this toy the original armada version but yeah i think the micron legend version actually was called ultra magnus i need to check that fact check that but i think so uh, in armada this toy kills me because it always looked amazing, but there's no articulation at all. And it's like, it's one of those toys where I look at it and go, oh, I just want to pick up and move it. You know what I mean? Like mm. the vehicle mode is incredible. I just love whatever that is. It's got, it's got, <laughs> um, yeah, airport shuttle thing. It's got a G1 articulation in that it moves at the shoulders, doesn't it? But that's it. Yeah. It's a toy that because of the way you see it in the show as well, you just want, or you don't even see it, but you know the way, the way it combines. Oh all my this God. Is, and you just want to move it about. Yeah, 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 for sure. Knees and elbows. Give him knees. Hang on. In the vehicle mode picture that you've posted, you've got the cab from the front and the trailer sort of goes off into the distance, but it looks like there are two feet pointing up at the end. So actually, it just looks like he's transporting half of a dead guy. That's where Jetfire sits. That is, that is yeah. So on the Armada version, that is exactly that. Well, that's where Jetfire sits in his shuttle mode. So he's actually like a shuttle transport type thing. Um, so the, the cool thing with the Armada version, of course, is that you get this dude who becomes like a pair of big guns, essentially, for that sit on the back of Armada Prime, and then Jetfire becomes the trousers. But of course, what you can do is you can connect this dude to the back of Optimus in truck mode, and then have Jetfire riding on it. So it's like a shuttle transport. So that is super cool in Armada. Bit more random in Energon, because there's no Armada Prime to go with it. So it's just this dude by himself. But still, Ultra Magnus. Mm. 
So next one, to go with all of that then. So of course, uh, Prime can combine with Wing Saber, but he can also combine with this guy. Ah, see, now this I bought as a present for my mate's son back when it was released, the Omega Supreme. Yes. So I do know this toy. Massive. uh, It was massive, and it still looks mega fun. It turns into some wicked train space thing. Yes. Looks great. It's it's great fun, honestly. I love this toy. Uh, really love this toy. I would actually. There is a repaint of it called Omega Sentinel, which uh, goes for often silly money now, and I would love to own that as well. But uh, there's a G1 repaint as well. Is there? I've not yeah, seen that. One of the year of the I don't know oh, chimpanzee right. or something. One of yeah. those things. It's, it's, there's that one. I have seen it. But um, I had this as well. I picked this up from a car boot for two pound. Many many centuries oh, ago. But you, you can still get it sealed for. I'm not joking. Sealed for like thirty quid. Honestly, Dude, that's really tempting. It's a proper wow toy. I've got yeah. a really nice memory of giving this to my friend's son, and um, I never really got a chance to mess around with it. I think I also bought him a Primus. I'm not sure. I think I did. But uh, yeah, I'd love to have a go with this. It's great fun. Do you know what else you'd love about it? Was, was it the first time they bought back Headmasters as well? Yes, it's a Headmaster. What's you really? What? Yeah, yeah. yeah the, so this is this is even more cool, right? Get this. The little head transforms into a headmaster, but the headmaster looks like Omega Supreme. Oh, come on. Yeah. It's a double homage. So how cool is that, right? So it's it's an Action Master Elite it's, homage as well. It's Omegaception. Almost a double punch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Dude. Nice. That's amazing. Yeah, it's a very cool toy. And the so it literally splits down the middle. So you take the head comes off and the robot mode, you it basically butterfly it, like just splits right down the middle, and one half becomes the kind of train thing and the other half becomes whatever the other thing is, um, kind of moon vehicle or whatever. That that's the only thing. It it does look a little bit like a vehicle mode is a Does it not remind you of those you remember when in the eighties you used to get those other robots that your mates always had? Like the weird diaclone sort of stuff. Do you not remember those? Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's cool. They also had like yellow missiles. That's what this has always reminded me of. So many of these mm. ones do. Do you know, it is actually quite diaclone in its way as so. well. Though there is an element of sort of that kind of non-Transformers diaclone. There is that kind of design element Completely to random it Completely random crane. Yeah, exactly. It's just like stuff that kind of does things and, yeah. you know, that you've got to use your imagination a bit. I really like it. It's actually surprisingly basic for a toy of its size. Like, it's not complicated at all. But what's especially cool about it is that then Optimus can combine with this dude as well. So where he splits down the middle, you can create like a gap in the middle of the body. You get rid of the head and then Optimus, the small Optimus mode, literally inserts into the middle of Omega and it all kind of connects back up together. So you basically get Optimus's head on Omega's body. Super cool. That's disgusting. Yeah. Especially the way you've described it. Yeah. You tear him in half, don't you? It's like really tearing shares. You do. I could, I could have described it worse, I'm sure. That's a toy I'd love to actually handle. I love to hear it's cheap. That's good. Oh, absolutely. E- even the, the Superlink version, honestly, is surprisingly cheap. Um, Why would one buy the Superlink version? What's different? There are So all of these toys uh, have numerous paint application differences, things like that, in Superlink to Energon. So very often they're more cartoon accurate, the Takara releases, if that's such a thing that you know really is kind of important for people. Stuff like one of the toys, actually I was just about to say the name, but one of the toys that we'll look at in just a moment is one of the most obvious examples. Uh, Downshift that you mentioned, for example, mm. uh, actually, the Energon Downshift version is like almost green in the robot mode. It's very weird. Whereas the Takara version is silver, which you would want, and it's called Wheeljack. So oh, it's yeah. like no, it's a no-brainer in that regard. You know, the the Energon version I think actually looks kind of um, forgive me for saying, but a little bit ugly by comparison. 
Um, whereas oh, they, I'm blown away by that Omega Supreme thing for the Headmaster. I mean, that's yeah. multiple layers of homage, homage yeah. of homage of homage. Very cool. It it is not that cheap anymore because I'm I'm already on eBay looking at it going oh. About 150 quid in a box. What? It's not that bad. But. Well, hang on. Look at look at the old sold listings though, because honestly, I see I see it go for very cheap a lot of the time. And there are you will see some expensive ones because it's big. But I even mine that I got was like 30 quid. Honestly. Yes, we've had that discussion today already, haven't we? <laughs> I'm not saying that's the only example. I'm saying it can it 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 goes for cheap, but especially if you've got a loose one. This is brutal. So there's loads going for sold 150 quid, 143 quid. This one here, box complete, five pounds. There you go. There you <laughs> that, go. That's that's the one that six o bought. See, I got for five pounds. <laughs> what are you saying, internet? That's my point. But honestly, if you're paying hundred and fifty quid for it, that's ridiculous. It's you're overpaying. Well, you better tell those people, <laughs> all those well, multiple people who have bought it. Exactly. I stand by my guns with that one. Right. Let's look at another one. So this is kind of an obvious one as well, but we're doing the big hitters first. Oh, it's Galvatron. Well, this is actually Megatron, and then there is a Galvatron right, as well. Yeah. So, so Megatron who is, is more closer in color to Megatron, right? Uh, I'm thinking so of Cybertron, is... where they're like reversed colors kind of thing. Kind of. So this is yeah. So this is Megatron, uh, who's grey essentially, or kind of white, but still looks like Galvatron. This yeah. actually bizarrely looks like toy Galvatron, whereas mm. then the Galvatron repaint is purple, so it looks like cartoon Galvatron. Basically. Right. Okay. So it's it's a it's a really cool toy. Uh, but again, this, the weird thing with this one is it's actually essentially two toys. So that you had the Energon version, which is larger, and then a completely separate mold for Takara. What? Two different molds. Same colors, though. Same colors. So, yeah, exactly the same layout. So Megatron is kind of the white color. Galvatron is purple, but completely different mold. And Energon went with a larger, much larger toy, which I don't own. I have both Takara versions. Uh, which is a really nice mold. I'm very tempted to check out the uh, <laughs> the Energon version at some point as well. I had the Energon, Energon version. It was really nice. It's a really big, chunky, clicky toy. Yeah. I think there's a lot of commonalities in the way they're designed from what I've seen. But yeah, super cool. It looks both like Galvatron and Thunderwing at the same time. Like the jet mode is very Thunderwing vibe to it. It feels like it should be more than just this very simple robot to vehicle mode transformation. That Everything about that is screaming triple changer to me, but it does obviously doesn't have a third mode. No. no, it's got a little tank with it. This is quite cool, actually. So, like, there's a, I don't know if you can see the sword on his arm. It's connected oh, yeah. to, there's a cannon that turns round, and the cannon is actually a tank which comes off and, and can roll around as like a separate little tank drone. Uh, and that's a bit overlordy, isn't it? Yeah. And actually, well, the tank is apparently a nod to his armada form, of course, because okay. that was his previous uh, alternate form. And it, the tank kind of sits on top of the jet mode. Yeah, I can see it there in the second picture. It's sitting on top of the jet. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. That's it. So it's a cool toy, man. Really, really lovely. Uh, but I, do you know what? I, it's worth mentioning because I remember seeing this, the cartoon. I was never really sort of studiously watched it or anything at the time, but I remember seeing it and seeing this design in animation and being like, wow, that looks exactly like Galvatron. And it was the first time I really became aware of like, huh, they're doing a, you know, a G1 nod essentially. So that was kind of cool. Uh, so those, those are kind of some of your big hitters. Let's do some of the others now. So this one, I'm sure, will also be obvious to you. I mean, I'm guessing it's post. <laughs> it's meant to be Devastator, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Constructicon Maximus. Uh, but yeah. I don't like the look of that one. I must admit, it's it's a weird toy. What is he standing on? What is that right leg? Energon. <laughs> That's what he's standing on. It's weird little energy on construct things. It's a fun toy. Those, all of those are, are fun. Is there a face there? Is, is that a face? Or is it Grumpy Cat is the face? 
Oh my god, it does look like Grumpy Cat. Oh no, you said it. It really does. It's like really angry bearded Grumpy Cat. God, he has a way of ruining this stuff. <laughs> Just <laughs> honestly, it's a funny old thing. I actually really like it as well. I have it, the Takara one. It's it's really cool. Um, but yeah, the Energon feet and hands. This is a commonality with all of these combiners. They have the limbs, the, the hands and stuff, and the feet are essentially like Energon weapons, like clear plastic, if you will. I do like how much the left arm, his left arm, just looks like a some crazy coloured mixmaster. No, sorry, hook. Yeah, it does a bit. That's uh, cool. Well, that it looks is like a fun vehicle. What? So what you get actually, which you may find slightly disappointing, I don't know, is that you get for the limbs you get t- um, two of each mold. So actually, the the in that picture, his right arm and his left leg are the same oh, mold. Oh, I see. And then mold. his right leg and his left arm are the same mold. So you get two hooks basically. I really don't think that hook is working as a leg. Yeah, it's less, it looks like a peg leg. It's better as an arm, for it's sure. Peg leg grumpy cat. That's what it is. There we go. That's Constructicon Maximus. Well, there you go. <laughs> a pirate. Well, uh, on that theme, you might recognize this one. That's Grumpy Bruticus. <laughs> there you go. With those feet again. Same thing. Two pairs of molds for yeah, the limbs. Exactly. The, yeah. So you, you, it's essentially three molds for the combiner set. All of them are the same. The next one's the same as well. They did say, didn't they? There is a story that they were going to have more unique limbs, but they decided to split them up so they could get an extra combiner. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay, that Man, makes sense, I guess. That Bruticus just looks like he's got a pig snout. But but this toy, this is again, this is like a real third party legend, isn't it? Because this is where we started getting. Yes. They started doing the uh, blast off and swindle to make it look like a more G one style Bruticus. Now that I've seen. Yeah. But they're really early, yes. really early toys. Yeah, that's true. The next one is a bit of a legend in that regard as well. Hold on. So is that Onslaught the one that was repainted as Hardhead? The really big like tank version Onslaught? No, no, no. That one ne- never combined. That was for okay. Universe. Right. Okay. So the next one is a bit of a, a legend in the old third party world yeah. as well. Superion. <laughs> yeah, Superion Maximus. So these are all... So the last one, actually, the Bruticus, I should say, is Bruticus Maximus. This is Superion Maximus. Those aren't hands. <laughs> and those aren't feet. Those are, those are Energon weapon hands and feet. This is Rhythms of Darkness Rodimus Prime strung up between <laughs> two buildings is what that is. Yeah. It's an odd-looking one. He's, I really like this toy. Not stable at all. Falls over all the time. Of course he's got no feet. Of course yeah, he's yeah. not stable. It's, like, it's, it's the one where, you know, you do like a big photography lineup or whatever. You've got like 10 toys all in a shop. You've got it all perfectly set out. He's the b- at the back that falls over and takes everyone else with him. Do you know what I mean? He's just an absolute bugger for it. I can't even tell what those limbs are. They're amorphous. I can't tell what those legs are. Just, yeah, that's... Still... I love the torso shape and the head. Yeah. That's really cool. And colours yeah, there the, are great. The, the torsos on all three of these are the most successful part of them. But genuine Scramble City bots as well. You know, mm, you, could, okay. you could intermingle them however you wanted. That's kind of cool. The fan project kit for this is amazing. It creates like one of the best looking Transformers I've ever owned. Is that the Snowman edition is one of those? Yeah, that's one of them. That's yeah. one of the, the white repaint. But that kit, the transformation it does on it is amazing. Just looks cool. It's not as fun to manipulate because it falls to bits, but oh, great looking toy. And, th- and this toy is one that's been repainted a lot as well. And, you know, a lot of people have owned it, you know, future versions and that. I think it was re- re-released in one of the movie lines as well. I think it's Revenge of the Fallen, isn't it? Yeah, it was, I think. Yeah. So that's the one I had with the more G1 style colors. Right. It's, yeah, it's been redone since and it's, um, you know, a bit more obvious maybe. So, uh, so those are those. Uh, right. Here's probably another interesting one to talk about. I'm sure you'll recognize who this is meant to be. Oh, it's Starscream, isn't it? Yeah. 
Absolutely. What's cool about this toy is that it's an obvious star screen, but it actually weirdly transforms exactly the same way as, uh, you know, Generation 2 uh, Dreadwing, mm. uh, the little the little plane that comes with oh, that? Yeah. This transforms exactly the same as that. Is that an F-22 Raptor? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. Before Starscream from the 2007 movie? Yep. Yep. How interesting. Yeah. There's a, I think it's a Walmart repaint, isn't there, as well? Well. G1 colours. Yes, I, I was just about to to drop that in as well. I'll do so. Uh, here we go. Yeah, because this they actually did this in the Energy Online as well. So as if that wasn't enough, then you get this guy. Yeah. Incidentally, I don't think that looks better. No. Yeah, I actually prefer the sort of original Energy colors. Mm, those are nice colors, and you know, it just shows that sometimes when your design changes so much, don't put the original colors on it. Just go a bit wild with the design too, and it still maintains the character. Yeah. Yeah. The original one with the clear plastic shoulders, like manipulating those, it's such a tight fit as well. The potential for that one breaking was what terrified me in the end. Yeah, fair enough. I think it's a really nice toy. I really like it. But it is weird to me how much it references that G2 toy. Honestly, it's. Uh, I saw it described not so long ago. Someone said that it was the same mold. And I was like, no, it's not. It's it's really weird. It's like if you hold, if you hold this toy and you know the G2 mold, then you would instantly know how to transform it and everything. But it is a new mold from the ground up. It's just a bizarre thing. So that's a heck of a weapon he's got. Yeah, very Final Fantasy, isn't it? Massive, something like Soul Calibur. Yeah, the Buster Sword. So those are some of the the sort of like really obvious ones, I guess. Uh, let's do another big hitter. I'm sh- you're going to know who this is. Ah, oh, it's that guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's that guy. It's Inferno. Yeah, it's Inferno, right? We spoke about it, didn't we, on one of the um, podcasts, uh, one of the so adverts. We did. So we did. But I love this toy. It's styled off um, War Within Ironhide, isn't it? That's where some of the influences come from. Is that right? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That's with the chest. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, it's a fun one. So this is like one of the proper sort of combination toys, like Superlink toys. So this this guy, actually, in the I have the Takara version, which came packaged with Hotshot, and he can become the trousers or the top or the bottom, essentially. Uh, I'm looking at that vehicle mode cab, and I'm thinking there's a massive head sticking out. There is there, but it's not on the robot. Hang on, what have I missing here? So it obviously combines with something and becomes the big head. Well, so a lot of a lot of the Autobots uh, can combine, uh, like as I say, as, as basically the top or bottom of a super mode. So, like in this case, Hotshot becomes the trousers, and Inferno sort of becomes the top, if you like. And there's loads of them, like uh, Roadbuster and others as well, that you know all can kind of interchange. So, but yeah, it's a cool one. So that's a, a fairly clear homage. This one actually got a repaint as well. Uh, so I suspect you might know what's coming. What does an Inferno repaint typically look like? Like grapple. <laughs> yeah. Roadblock. Yeah, exactly. It's not It's not actually grapple, uh, which is a weird one. See, I think this is a much nicer vehicle mode, but yeah. that robot mode isn't doing it for me. That's a bit chicken prime. Chicken prime no, that's, again. That's dad bod. That's like crazy dad bod going on there. What tickles me about this one is when you look at the windscreen for the front and you imagine the size of a person sitting in there and then you always look at the little cab on the back and it's dead tiny. It's like two differently scaled things in the same toy. That's so true. <laughs> well, the, yeah, that, you know, I can't. I think the cab is obviously for a headmaster and the one at the back is for like a person or a diaphragm pilot. <laughs> that is a weird. I'd never really thought about that with this one before. I don't have this one. I, just, I, I love this, man. There's the crane hiding a missile. That's so funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's classic. That's kind of classic of the time, like 2004. That's the sort of stuff they did. But yeah, so this is not Grapple. This is actually Inferno Vault. Uh, so make of that what you will, but quite clearly meant to be 
a grapple nod. I mean, it's got the little crane and everything as well. So I think the fact that it's orange and it's a crane. Yeah. What's the thinking behind that name? No idea, to be honest. Absolutely no idea. So It's, be- it's because in the show, uh, Inferno dies and he's reborn as Roadblock in the West. And I think in Japan, I think that's where it's called Inferno Vault. Right, okay. That's right. the current name. Yeah, because he, he dies. I remember he dies in the cartoon and he comes back looking like Grapple, but called Roadblock. And so I think in Japan, they must have just kept the Inferno name. Yeah, 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 there's a lot of that. There's a lot of um, characters dying in Unicron Trilogy, isn't there? And then coming back as yeah. someone else. Just even, it, But very often they don't even look like the original dude. They're just like completely different character and appearance. And they're like, no, 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 it's the same guy. He, he died, but he's fine now. <laughs> <laughs> it's bizarre. Look, looks chunky and fun to transform, though. It's not bad. It's not my favorite toy, but it's not bad. It's a fun little thing for sure. Uh, let's do let's do this guy. This is a weird one. So there's a lot of um, like essentially what you might would now call core class uh, transformers in this line, I suppose, kind of like basic ones. These were all called Energon class at the time. What is that? Is that rude dog? No, it's a ravage. His drones are called the dweebs. <laughs> that is yeah okay. <laughs> that got me. Look at his gun though. Look at the gun he's wielding, the little sight. Yeah. It's Megatron. It's Megatron. L- little? <laughs> it's totally a Megatron's cannon, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess this what this is what shining Megatron would have looked like. Right. Piss Megs. So this is what I mean, where some of the some of the, the references are clear cut, some of them are like Oof, that's a bit yeah. niche, you know. So and this is a niche one. But that is meant to be a ravage. But there were these guys were like drones, weren't they, in the cartoon? He's totally robbed yeah. uh Nor's tail, hasn't he? Yeah, he has a bit. Yeah, these were like the cannon fodder. They were like th- millions upon millions of them, weren't they? Yeah. Some of them had wings. Uh, yeah, it was never a concept I kind of loved in the cartoon particularly, but that was that was the thing. Is it Battle Ravage? I think it's called Battle Ravage. Battle, Battle Ravage, yeah, yeah, Battle Ravage. So there are more of these dudes, these kind of um, uh, sort of small small guys. Here's another one for you. You might get this one. What do you think? Looks a bit Razor Claw to me. It's, well, the toy's called Insecticon, so that's okay. a big clue. So it's a bombshell homage. A loose, a loose tenuous <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a bit more tenuous but again these are the small, smaller scale ones also those massive hands yeah I don't know man if, if you look there you look at like the shoulders the hands and like the thighs and then it's just there's no waist it's like it's missing a waist <laughs> yeah. like they pulled it out like, like it's in a funhouse mirror yeah he's got some odd proportions going what? on so that, you, that one's not on your list to pick up then Mas no that's awful no, those massive chonky paws of his. He's wearing those Hulk mitts that you can get. Oh, nah, I don't like that. Not a big fan of that one then. Okay. Not even a little. Let me just find then, because there is a third one. Uh, do I have it? It's amazing to think though. at the time, this was the first time seeing Incentacons again in years. Yeah, exactly. And that is the point, is to kind of make, I suppose, is that yes, it's a bit odd, but you do have to also think that at this point, when was the last new Insecticon toy that you saw? Do you know what Mm. I mean? Like, there was a Beast Wars Insecticon, fine, but it's a different thing. But like, the last bombshell toy would have been, you know, in G1. So, Mm -hmm. I guess Action Master. Yeah, Action Masters, yeah. Yeah, so much of this is tantalizing, like, glimpses, isn't it, of what you could have? It's like, oh, exactly. It's so close. Like, you almost can't remember what that was like now. That that is exactly it, and and you really have to frame this in a world where yeah. we don't have the plethora of G one that we get now. This was like people were lapping this stuff up because they were just like, oh my god, look, it's like were they really, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it appealing oh, to people because of its link yeah, to G one? Yeah. It was because I, I associate these toy lines with people who weren't fussed about seeing G one again because a lot of us were just collecting reissues to get our G one fix or vintage. But to think that they were enjoying this because of a link to G one, it almost 
is counter to everything I believed that those collectors were into at the time. No, yeah, because even if you look at Inferno, like, I remember it's not that it was Inferno, it's that it looked like Ironhide. And that's what so many of these are. It's, regardless of the names, it's what they look like. Like, the people were really into it because of that. I yeah, back, it's it did. much more Ironhide than Inferno, that one. Yeah, well, we'll come back to that in a minute then. There's, there's another of these uh, little Energon class dudes. This one's really niche, man. I'm going to tell you this one because you could be here all day trying to, trying to guess this one, but it's Dive Bomb. That looks great. Yeah, it's fun. I actually, I actually have handled this one. It's a fun toy. Really Was nice. there not a Botcon repaint of this toy Ooh. in 2006 or 2007? I'm guessing 2006. I think it's been repainted a couple of times, even within Energon itself, so quite possibly. Uh, yeah. It looks really nice. I really like that. Uh, that bird mode is great. Yeah, it's a fun little thing. And these guys all kind of interact with the larger figures, basically. So, uh, Right, coming back to what you were just saying about Ironhide. So here's one for you. This uh, That's Red this, Alert, isn't it? Well, no, this is actually at Towline is the name of the character. Yeah. Uh, but it was sort of commented that it was a very clear Ironhide stroke ratchet homage. Some people say skids as well, apparently. But this actually has been repainted as a Botcon repaint as Ironhide and ratchet. Mm. And when you see it in those yeah. colors, it's undeniable. I can see the skids because of the red, you know, stripe on the side of a blue van. Yeah. It has the that. sled as well, doesn't it? The way it yes, apart. It's not it in the does. picture, but that's where the rest of the van is. It's like a... Is, his, wait, is he holding a metal detector? It <laughs> yeah. does look like that. It's totally... <laughs> or it's a vacuum cleaner. Oh, man, it is, it's like a Dyson, isn't it? It's yeah. like one of those little portable... I love yeah. the, the satellite dish on the roof. It's like a TV van. <laughs> like, no, Channel 6 News from the that's Turtles. exactly that's what that like... is. 100%. <laughs> it would make a really awesome uh, turtle van as well, right? right? Yes. That's that's your latest uh, crossover sorted. There you go. That's another cool toy. That's a really I think cool. the the robot mode. It just looks so uh, painfully basic. I think is is one of the observations I have with this. Yeah, I guess so. Although the funny thing about a lot of these toys is they got critiqued for that kind of stuff at the time, and I I would have been probably you know part of that as well. But actually, when you look at them now, they're no more basic than a lot of G one. You know, I mean, like the size of them, especially they're not. Some of them are smaller than you would think, and uh, you know, they're they're some of the transformations actually I would say are, are more complicated than G one. Uh, so it's it's yeah, an interesting. It's one. It's true. It's got a very uh, landfill vibe going on in robot mode in terms of what there is to look at and. Mm interact with and you know it's hypocritical of me to say that i have a lot of affection for landfill but this does very little for me aesthetically in robot no, mode. fair enough fair enough have you seen ever seen the sled though it comes with mass no you know like the iron hide ratchet sled it comes with the battle sled and it's got the little track thing on the front you know the little caterpillar track thing okay so for more speedy metal detecting or <laughs> that's where he puts all his finds and it... vacuum cleaning it's his little table I don't think you're going to convince Maz on this one. Where would he put all his Roman coins? That's where they all The Tony Robinson of Transformers. That's right, a whole new backstory now. <laughs> Try this one on for size, you'll get this one immediately. That's a bit shockwavy, obviously. Yeah, this is Shock Blast, because they didn't mm. have the trademark at the time, of course. Sure, evidently um, but- alternators as well a little bit later yeah exactly so it's laser wave in uh, takara of mm. course but yeah this is um this is a nice toy it's not my favorite actually like a lot of people love this toy but it's a bit awkward because the arm is just so long like the one arm it's ridiculous i'm taking it too far yeah it's shockwave wearing like um a spacewalk suit he definitely yeah. looks like he's got he's wearing something over his chest and his big old boots moon boots it's nice though it's nice proportions yeah, it's it's a fun toy. The little satellite mode thingy is really cool. Um, that's kind of a nice touch. Mm. I do like that one. So yeah, fun toy overall. I don't have it anymore currently. But I Does it to... roll well in vehicle mode? From memory, yes. 
But obviously not working treads or anything like that. It's just like no, 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 wheels no, no. underneath. Exactly, exactly. Now try this one on for size. You will have seen this one, I think, in some of my pictures. Oh, I do like this one. This is Scorponok, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Absolutely. That's actually very nice looking, and I do like that toy. Now, I cheated a bit with this one because I actually posted a picture of the Takara version because I think it's so much nicer. <laughs> That's gorgeous. Lovely colours on it, and the head sculpt super looks colors. fantastic. This is a lovely toy, really nice toy. Uh, super. I also think is really clever is the scorpion mode isn't actually a scorpion. It's like a construction crane. Oh yeah, but like with like digger hands. Mm. But you look at it and you're like, it's Scorpionok. You know, it's mm. it works. It's a very very clever design in my opinion. Uh, it's got some lovely details all over the robot mode. The paint is gorgeous. I just love it. But to, uh, the Hasbro version is the color scheme's a bit more weird. It's got like some burnt red in there and stuff like that. But this is uh, this is probably one of the more different color schemes between the two. And the Takara version is way more cartoon accurate. It's a really nice looking toy. Yeah, for sure. It's even got a little visor that pops down, just like G1 Scorpion. Oh, that's, that's cute. Yeah, it's it's a full on proper homage that one. So I think uh, here's one for you. Uh, you'll you'll know this one, of course. Okay, so um, this is Downshift, right? This is Downshift, yeah. So that is, is absolutely not the car I had in mind. So that was a completely different toy I'm thinking of. Right. <laughs> I must be thinking of Cybertron Downshift or something. Maybe. I think you Maybe. are. I, I know the toy you're thinking of. Hmm. I think it must be Cybertron. So yeah, so this is Wheeljack, essentially, hmm. but called Downshift, called uh, Wheeljack in Japan. And you can see what I mean by the sort of olive green that it's got on the robot yeah, mode. of course, yeah. Whereas all of that is silver on the on the Takara toy. Mm. So, I mean, I don't own this. Uh, there was actually, I think this popped up on eBay, the Energon version, not so long ago. And I did Amanara on it, which was like no money. But in the end, I was like, no, I want the Takara one, for sure, with the silver. It's so obviously Wheeljack. There's just zero doubt at all. It's very yeah. obvious. I, I have seen this toy before, yeah. That's one of the more obvious Energon homages, for sure. Uh, as is this one, I think. You'll agree. Here we go. This is kind of a oh, famous toy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it called Exilion? Uh, just Rodimus. Okay. Is yeah. there an Exilion repaint? Mm. Where have I got that name from? I think you're thinking of, uh, is it Cybertron Hotshot? And then oh, they yes, it is. A hot it rod is. coloured one, didn't they? I think they it's called like Epsilon or Exilon or something like that. It is, yeah. It does have a weird name. You're absolutely right. This yes, looks that's... great. Would love to play with this toy. It looks terrific. Isn't it nice to see Rodimus in a different form? You know, yeah. other than pointy sports car as much as that is cool yeah it's, it's like that massive chunky fire truck that they never made in g1 you know it basically looks like that i guess it's a weirdly proportioned robot mode but i love it honestly yeah. and and one of the more unique transformations i've ever seen no word of a lie you could not predict how this thing transforms honestly sounds perfect the the way sounds where like the head ends up and stuff purchase. like that is just bizarre so this is actually our friend rich this is like i think i'm right in saying that this is his rodimus that he still has this is the one this is like a toy that he'll go to bat for the transformers will return after these messages Right, well, it's that part of the episode where we talk about the sponsors. And in this case, it's tfsource.com for all your Transformers and third-party needs. So we're going to have a little look at their website today and see what they've got in stock or available for pre-order. And uh, there's some pretty handsome stuff up there right now, isn't there? What's uh, what's caught your eye on tfsource.com, lads? DA92 armor wrap combination powered convoy diatone reboot <laughs> car, Tommy. <laughs> Somehow I knew you were going to point that one out. It's uh, it's a thing, isn't it? Look at that. That's beastly. That is immense. I can't. That robot mode just looks so amazing. That's fantastic. Honestly, it just looks brilliant. Powered convoy in the new line. It's just nuts. It really is. Of course, they were going to get around to it. 
Yeah. I love that they've not kind of restricted themselves to the kind of old style design really at all. You know, they they did the same with their convoy, didn't they? That it was just, I don't know, it's got hallmarks that feel familiar about it, but they've not at all felt the pressure to kind of make it feel familiar or like Transformers in any way. They've just kind of completely gone off in their own direction. And I really respect that. Really taking it forward. Yeah, this ain't no car carrier. I mean, it's, it's a battle platform on legs. Yeah, it's just immense. I think it's all about that robot mode for me. Just looks mm. just incredible, honestly. So, and you know how much so play much to value. Play with. Yeah, that's it. It's exactly that. It's you can yeah. see how much play value there is there, and it would just keep you busy for ages. I do not envy six O having to do photographs of this thing. And, I'm still going to do two pictures of the actual convoy. <laughs> yeah, the actual battle convoy, mate. Yeah. Honestly, so I'm a bit behind on that one. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's actually just over there. I've got it on my list to do, but uh, I've got a few reviews and things lined up at the moment. But that's definitely one of them. So, uh, can you see its shoulders? It's got these uh, panels that almost like wings behind its shoulders that are grey and black with the red stripes it's like he's got a couple of reflectors just sitting on his shoulder doesn't it it's a little bit like that i thought they were just kind of like wings almost yeah. just looks super cool that's beautiful so yeah that caught my eye caught both eyes yeah i bet well uh my one actually the one that really kind of caught me two things actually first i just mentioned briefly that i thought was interesting was that i noticed that tfc toys lyo kaiser has come back up mm-hmm. as a prospect and they're doing like a fixed version uh, hades they're hades so they've called it renewal version but supposedly it's like because it was you know inf- i've never owned it but infamously a problematic toy in a number of regards and that's now back in stock so interesting to see how that pans out uh, but the one that actually really um i suppose caught my eye more than anything that's just come in in for pre-order on tf source was the uh, robosen optimus prime right the self-transforming uh talking dancing all things auto-converting <laughs> Optimus Prime. Uh, you guys must have seen videos of this thing, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We, we had a laugh about it, didn't we, in one of our episodes recently about how it was just going to deliver itself oh, to our yeah, door yeah, and proceed to cook us dinner and all the rest of it. The, the true Amazon Prime. Yes. Right, indeed. I don't know. It's not something I can imagine owning just because, I mean, it's $1,000. But <laughs> it's kind of like a bit of a prospect in that regard. But uh, I don't know. It does look kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued by it, I suppose. Uh, I, I love seeing all the videos and stuff of it. But uh, yeah, I, it was just one that I saw and I was like, huh, they've got that up. It's always fun to see new things, isn't it? Uh, stuff like that where you've never seen like an auto-transforming toy. Yeah, well, other than the jump starters. Battle charges, mate. <laughs> exactly the same. Exactly the same <laughs> the, thing. The, the better ones. A, a <laughs> fraction of the price. <laughs> exactly. Same, same, you know, same kind of thing, really, just at the heart of it. Same principle. Masterpiece engineering. Yeah, indeed. So what's caught your eye, Liam? For me, it's the Legacy Deluxe Silver Streak. Oh. The blue, blue streak. Right. Whatever decker that is on is a toy I always buy. The the blue the blue Silver Streak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely classic situation. I, I know I mentioned this a lot on like social media. Or I've written an article about it, but it still makes me laugh that there's a blue Silver Streak and a grey blue streak. I just think it's hilarious. We should uh, have a conversation about that at some point. <laughs> we should do, shouldn't we? we yeah. Oh. Almost like a little mini-sode topic there yeah. in itself. We could probably do it in 20 minutes. <laughs> that would be a whole whole evening's worth that would mate. Uh, yeah but that's a good shout it does look nice I really like what they've done that model's quite nice anyway and just in those colours it makes every toy look better like the, the masterpiece in that colour that was a great toy anyway but in those colours it just always looks a bit better yeah I do know what you mean there, there is something about it blue blue streaks they just always look amazing mm-hmm. uh, so yeah that, I, I, you know I'm sort of not getting loads of generation stuff but that one did catch my eye I can never call it silver streak either it pained me to say it Blue streak, isn't it? That's what it, it is. is. It is blue streak. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, lots of good stuff up on tfsource.com. So do check them out for all your Transformers and third-party needs. They've got absolutely tons of great stuff in stock right now and uh, and more coming up for pre-order. So check them out, tfsource.com. Thanks for sponsoring the pod. And uh, also, we should really say thanks again to Gear for Geeks for sponsoring us. And do be sure to check out their page. They're on clearance right now. So, you know, help a brother out. We now return to the Transformers. So continuing with the with the sort of movie homages, if you like, there's this guy who I actually recently acquired. Who, Springer. Yeah, basically, basically. The Energon version is called Bulkhead, which is a bit of a weird one, but the Japanese version is called Sprung, and it's very clearly a homage to Springer in many ways. Uh, super nice toy. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. It's a great toy. It's unbelievably good toy. This is another one of those where if they said... We're going to make a new one. I'd say, don't do that. Just reissue yeah. the old one because it doesn't really need anything. And it wouldn't have that wicked, mad backpack accessory yeah. thing, which is just crazy, but fun. It's a bit action master, isn't it? It is a little bit. So basically the bottom of the helicopter, so you can see there's two pictures of the helicopter. The top mm. one is the is the heli itself. And then the bottom one has this like, whole other bit on the bottom of it with like guns and stuff like that that comes off and then becomes like a battle platform but then also becomes a backpack for the robot mode with like these sort of big octopus arms type thing um like sort of extra set of arms and the main robot looks like springer and his helicopter blades become like a little sword thing it's super cool i i am in love with this toy honestly i was excited for it but i am absolutely overwhelmed by how nice it is I'm so glad you are. And it caught me by surprise when you had the photo of it. You put it up that you just got it. I was yeah. like, wow, that's a, photo, a toy I haven't seen for ages. I've looked at it, I'm not going to lie, for the last year, two years. Like, I've looked at so many listings for it. It's always been super cheap. I've always been like, yeah, one day, do you know what I mean? And just kind of ignored it. And then finally just went for it. I think it's like 20 quid sealed or something. And I'm just yeah. absolutely blown away by how good it is. Massive as well. Do you know what's crazy about this, though, about that price is in the sort of mid-2000s, before Generation Springer, the price on it went up really quickly, like on the secondary market. I'm sure. Because there was no uh, Springer at the time. It was only once we started getting Generations versions of Springer that his price then like plummeted back down again. And I guess that's where the interest for a lot of this stuff comes from, isn't it? Is that in mm. the absence of anything else, like with no yeah. other Springer toys, this is it, really, isn't mm. it? At the time, this was like, this was your Springer option. These uh, were the yeah, bones. This... We were being thrown. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and Maz, you've seen Landmine, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. which of course we're, we're not talking about tonight because it's mm. not really a, you know, it's like a homage to Mad Max Fury Road, if anything. Mm. But but it's uh, that and that and this guy, I would say, are, are brilliant double acts. Like they're in the same sort of size class and all of that, but they are both as good as each other, in my opinion. Just a, a really good pair of toys. One to handle, I think, for me there. Yeah, yeah maybe. Right, this one you're going to get straight away. There's no way that you're not going to get this. <laughs> Grimlock. Wow. It's Grimlock. I mean, that's clear as mud, right? This was actually a two pack uh, with this guy. Yeah. This rings a bell. Swoop. Yeah. I do remember this pack being released, actually. Yeah. And they actually combine into like mm. another robot mode, the two of them. So one becomes, the again, the top and one becomes the bottom. So yeah, that's kind of fun. But that's a very, very clear, obvious one, I think. That Grimlock is about as on the nose as these homos <laughs> yes. get. This is the one they put in the... Um... Is it the last night or one of the yes. last movies? And they packaged it as 1984 Grimlock. This was they the They did. Yeah. Yeah, I'd forgotten that because they they put it with um 
was it Age of Extinction or whatever? They put it with yeah, uh, that's the one. Yeah, they put it with Age of Extinction Grimlock, and then this as the G one Grimlock, didn't they? And everybody yeah. was laughing because they're like, it's not actually technically G one Grimlock; it's Energon Grimlock. Because they specifically write nineteen eighty four as well, don't they? Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. yeah, that it was. But it, to be fair, it does look basically exactly like nineteen eighty four Grimlock, but just kind of new, doesn't it? So that's uh, a bit of a weird one. Uh, Okay, we're going to get into slightly weird territory now. This is the one that Liam paid reference to earlier. You'll never get this one, I don't think, Merz, what this is meant to be. It looks like Skybite. Well, it does. Funny you should say that. So it's called Sharktacom. Yeah, Yeah, it's called Sharktacom. And it does look a lot like Skybite. But, Liam, do you want to tell the story about the the alt mode? So the spaceship there, it's designed based around the Nemesis, you know, the Decepticon Mm -hmm. ship from the cartoon. But I've never bought into this. I know, I know that's what they use for reference. But when I look at it, I don't see it at all. Never been able to see it, other than it's yeah. a pointy spaceship. But yeah, that's it's a spaceship. It's... Yeah, come with it. That's a fish. It's called Sharkticon. How is that not just a shark? I, I'm kind of with you. I, I'll be honest. I've never really seen it as well. And I, I think it was even Aaron Archer apparently, you know, said that was the reference was the nemesis. That's what he calls uh, it, doesn't he? Because he can't remember the actual name. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I don't quite see it. I'm not sure I would see it if I'd not read that, but there you go. That's apparently the reference. It's got fins in, in all the place a fish would. Yeah. It's, I mean, it really does look like you, you could think it was a Skybite toy. Yeah. Maybe the nemesis turns into a shark. Maybe that's, that's its future. Beast Wars. There we go. With a little medieval helmet on the top. <laughs> He's obviously eaten bombshell. Tis butter scratch. I would actually really go. I'd actually really go now for like a, a Skylinks style toy, which was like a massive spaceship, like the Nemesis or whatever, that turned into a giant shark. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? That would, you know, what? big sharks are great. Yeah, and spaceships are cool. Oh man, Echo the Dolphin as a spaceship. He's wearing the entire thing on his back as a robot. Yeah, basically, he looks like a flip changer. <laughs> He's wearing so much of it on. Ah, oh, you know what his name should have been? What space cape. Space case. Like space case, but with a cape. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, then. I don't know this toy at all. I'm I'm like, I only know photos of it, so I can't really comment too much. Again, it's a really fun one. They botconned it, it, didn't they, into I think they did, yeah. something else. But uh, it's, it's a cool one. I think it has been re-released as a Skybite, hasn't it? I could be wrong. He does look like he's got a cape. Is it not one of these where it's called the Axelon or something? Hmm. What, another ship? No, I thought it was this one where they called it Axelon. Or was that a different toy? Pass. I'm not sure on that one, to be honest. Mm. So he's got a cape, and he's also got a fetching pair of green shoes, which just <laughs> look like he's wearing a pair of pants with them. What's wrong with that? That's nice. Look, whatever it is, it's not a spaceship. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. It's a shark, man. It's definitely a shark. It's jumped it. <laughs> right, check this one out. See, if, this was actually one, uh, this is one of the smaller ones, one of the, the uh, Energon class that I forgot to post earlier. Is this RC? That's RC, yeah. It's fairly clear cut, isn't it? So um, interesting that it's a bike RC. Hmm. Um, I'm kind of wondering, actually, if that's the first... I'd need to check, but maybe that's the first motorbike RC toy? Is it not the first RC toy? No, I mean, Binaltech was... No, you're right, Binaltech would have been 2008 yeah, was after or something. That. Yeah, yeah, wow. Maybe it is the first RC toy, you know? Nah, surely not. But we didn't get an RC toy for years, did we? It was a very long time, and I think it's this one. What year did this come out? Is this 2004, then? This yeah, is 2004. Yeah, oh, yeah, then. 2004. I don't think there's anything Armada. This oh, you is... Might be right, then possibly yeah i'm just i'm trying to look on the wiki to sort of look it up and see uh but of course it's in a different continuity or what have you so it's uh i'm just having to look at over at g1 uh and sort of see 
toys and merchandise. Here we go. So the first actual RC toy. No. Okay. So well, there's a botcon. The spider. I forgot about it. The botcon. Uh, yeah, Beast Wars toy. Yeah. It was 2001. Um, and then the vinyl tech was 2008. So this could, is the first mainline release one. First, then. yeah, I think it's fair to say this is the first mainline toy of RC. Yeah. yeah. So and and quite probably the first bike uh, yeah. interpretation of her, which is kind of cool. And it does. I mean, it's got all. It's got a bit of pink in there. Head sculpt looks a bit like the character, I guess. It's more, almost more Elita one than it is RC in the head sculpt. Yeah, I would say that's fair. Fair approximation. I just see blur. I don't know why. I don't <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that a good thing, Liam? It's better than the other one, but <laughs> fair enough. Oh my god, Energon RC is a better blur than G1 blur. Which just the face, new just, levels of. I just jumped that uh, space shark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Well, here's one for you. I'm gonna. I've got two more. Let's see if Maz gets this one. He won't. Is that supposed to be a Quintesson? Way got yeah. it. I mean, yes. it's almost obvious. It's all got the little. It got the little tentacly arms and the mul- oh yeah, the multiple heads. There you go. It's Quintesson Judge. I was fully convinced that you were going to look at this and be like, what the F is that? Honestly, No, like, I, I was... am very much thinking that. He's holding okay. a chainsaw in one tentacle, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. So this is, this is Alpha Quintesson, as he's yeah. called, which was a very heavily featured thing in the cartoon, I remember. I don't really get what this one's about, man. I've got to be honest. It's not, it's not my bag. This, yeah. was, this was a proper non-transformable toy. That's what I can tell you about it, with the three heads. Tremendous. Yeah. Exactly. It's not something I would ever go in on. Got a random rocket launcher on its back and standing on a bed of spinach leaves. No, hard pass. <laughs> yeah, I figured you might say that. Uh, yeah, it's not It's not one for me either, to be completely mm. honest. But Love uh, the different faces, though. That's cool. Yeah, that's something. And again, it's... Pro- I mean, I'm guessing, actually, maybe the first Quintesson toy? Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Probably there was never one in G one. There really has been one or many since. Is there any like not? What's next with DevCon? No. It's only like Earthrise, wasn't it, where we finally got a Quintesson toy, like a yeah. real official one. Yeah, it's only been a recent thing. So, all right. So the last one. I mean, look, you're going to get it immediately, of course. Yeah, that's Cosmos. <laughs> Is that a rock lord? <laughs> right. <laughs> so the, yeah, absolutely. Rock Lord, it's you. It's Unicron, of course it is. Yeah, this is this is kind of a cheat because it had actually come out in Armada first, mm, but this yeah. is the Energon repaint, the black one. Mm. It's um, quite nice. I love it. Great colors. I love it. I love the color scheme. If they, do you know what? If they did the War for Cybertron Haslab Unicron in this color scheme, that would be a tough one to pass on, man. Would it, would it really be tough to pass on that near <laughs> thousand pound toy that is? Just I'm nearly not, different colours. I'm not saying it's sick. So I mean, we, <laughs> I'm not saying it wouldn't be a, a thought process or a consideration. But man, it would be lovely to see. That's nice. I think yeah, that's uh, quite a highlight. Actually, that's lovely. I do really like that. It's it's a beautiful toy. I had it and recently sold it, but it's one that I totally plan on getting again at some point. The unicorn I have is the I think it's like the Amazon reissue of the Armada one with the G1 style head. That's the, mm-hmm. which is this mold. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Absolutely love that toy. Very manageable size. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, I think yeah, if you're if you're someone that is like going to balk at the the whole kind of WFC toy or whatever, this is actually like a really nice size toy, isn't yeah. it? It's it's not as big as you would think, but it's also impressive. Yeah, I mean, I have him stood next to MPO one, and they're they're not that far apart in height. Yeah, 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 for sure. MP one. Sorry, sorry. He's <laughs> learning. Oh man, I forgot to say, someone uh, messaged me earlier that listens to the pod 
and uh, they were saying how much they enjoyed the episodes. They wanted some advice on MP9. They were looking to buy an MP9, and uh, they were you know chatting away about this fault and that, and they had a seller lined up, and what questions should I ask? So I was just kind of chatting with them about it. And he said to me, uh, he said, I've got to be honest, though, uh, I'm more in the Liam camp. To me, it's MP09. I didn't have the heart to say yeah. No, Imagine willingly Great putting people. yourself in the wrong camp. <laughs> right. I, like, like, I choose to say it incorrectly. Say it better. That's what I was going to say. Despite what it says on the box with it's, English letters and numbers that I can read. It, it's like those people that like refuse uh, medical science and things like that, isn't it? It's just like there's not two opinions here. There's like yeah. a, a right one and a wrong one. <laughs> Some of, some of us just choose to do it better. Walk a different lane, okay. you know. <laughs> just in case you get confused with another number, you, you put an O in there just so that you're absolutely sure it's the one before 10 and after 8. Look, how many devices need to have two digits? They can't just have single digits. They've got to have a zero before. They can't all be wrong. Pleb. <laughs> anyway, I thought you'd like to know, Liam, that there's at least one person out there that thinks the same as you do. I'm sure they're a cool person. Yeah, I'll, pa- I'll pass that on. Oh, well. (laughs) Anyway, that completes our Energon homages. Yeah, I've got Uh, about these toys, just before you go. There are a few that I would definitely consider buying here. Which one? That Unicron Unicron is one of them. My absolute favorite of all of these is that Scorponok. Without a doubt, that looks kick-ass. And the other one I think I would quite love to have is... um, Scroll, 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 scroll. Omega Supreme. That looks terrific. I'd, I'd be it's made a great up, even, I'd be made up if you've got an Energon Omega Supreme. Even the uh, the not grapple. Oh, yeah? I just keep going back to that picture and thinking, I would really love to play with that vehicle mode. It's just got the whole roll factor. And it's amazing how much more that appeals than the Inferno. Just so much more. Even the dad bod robot mode looks great. Yeah, that, that would be the fourth I would get out of this lot. I think there's a real G1 sort of chunky appeal to a lot of these toys as well. And that's why I've come to enjoy them. I must admit, I didn't really at the time. Like, they weren't for me back yeah. in 2004. Exactly, yeah. Things but, change. We change. Yeah. That Rodimus too. That that would be a must must play with as well. Old classics in the universe. We talk about them reinterpreting G1 characters in different forms. They're really doing it here in like a yeah, really yeah, this, different way. This is, this is more of it, in fact. Yeah, yeah this is a more... Uh, I wouldn't say honest reimagining. Because, uh, actually, maybe that's correct. Maybe that's exactly yeah. what it is. That's interesting. Yeah, it's it, it's not afraid to be its own thing at the same time as being a homage of something. So, yeah. um, which I think is is really interesting. Some of them, like the downshift, the wheeljack, is really on the nose. Mm-hmm. The the Grimlock, especially. I, I, oh, I, the Grimlock I, is one of the least favorite ones I saw. There, I, I wouldn't go yeah. near it. It's yeah. just two on the nose yeah i agree that's actually the one that appeals to me least of all of them i must admit when i first saw a picture of it i was like yeah it's just there are better toys that look like g1 grimlock out there aren't mm. there that's the thing but it's also not a very good toy at the same time i don't know if you uh, <laughs> if you hand over for them they're like real real like low lights of that toy line or low points should i say it doesn't feel like it's part of the same line in a funny way can, can you imagine them like designing these toys and these coming out and being in the stores? Would people ever have imagined that in nearly two decades, people will really appreciate what was going on here? Just, I never would have thought that at the time. I, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think I thought that at the time. I think I remember looking at a lot of this and just being like, huh, it's interesting that they're doing, you know, a Rodimus and, and a Megatron that kind of looks like Galvatron and whatever. But never would I imagine circling back to it and like really appreciating it. And I don't think the line is overflowing with winners. Like, I think there are some dregs in there as well. But I think there's a lot of great stuff in there, like honestly. And there's more good than bad for sure. And stuff like Sprung, you know, the Springer, for me, that is top tier Transformers. Honestly, I was like blown away by how good this thing is. 
It's really interesting seeing him and remembering what a different point on the road it was, like looking forward and looking at those toys and going, oh, just imagine if they did this with the G1 toys, you know, gave us those with articulation. But now having had that, looking back in the opposite direction, going, oh man, just imagine if they were reinterpreting those characters in completely new looks again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's with the plethora of G1 stuff now, mm. like War of Cybertron, everything, Masterpiece, you can almost look back at these and appreciate them for what they were at the time, which you couldn't quite yeah. do at the time in a funny way. Isn't there an Energon Slug Slinger as well that's a double canopy jet? Uh, yeah, there are there are one or two others. I had to, I did actually curtail the list slightly, you know, sort of trying to keep it fairly manageable. Some of them are a little bit less obvious. But yes, Slug Slinger is, is one that you could argue. I think some of them fall into the category of like, is it a homage or not? Um, I've got a picture of Slug Singer actually. Here you go. So yes, you could. Maybe I should have included this one. Oh, I know that Slug Singer inside out. It turns up on my eBay searches so often in my uh, alerts. So yeah, another one. You've got it. Okay, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's that's a that's a definite one. I would say that yeah, is is a homage. Perhaps I should have included it. But yeah, I mean, it, there are others that I've seen uh, when I was reading about it. You know, people saying, oh, maybe this is a homage as well. And it's like other people are like, no, that's just tenuous. Uh, so where does it stop? I don't know. Round about here, like the episode. Yeah, indeed. Anyway, that's uh, going to do it for our uh, our Energon homages. So thank you very much uh, for the couple of you that suggested this topic. Mm-hmm. We've really enjoyed it, I think. Uh, and maybe we've tempted Maz into getting a bit of Unicron trilogy action. I've wanted that landmine since I saw it at the pub. So uh, it's going to happen. I mean, I'm already buying third-party um, Unicron trilogy. And of course, having those toys now, I well, wouldn't it be great to have a few more Minicons? I used to have some... Um, I think it was Energon. It could have been Cybertron. Things like the the Recon team and the the Platinum exclusives that came out uh, from Takara, like the little like Le Mans car, and there was a helicopter, and there was the the four by four came in a three pack. I think it was a Minicon team. I used to have those. I bought them on release. Cool man. But that was it. <laughs> I can't wait to see you go back to it. You're going to break the internet with it. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for suggesting the topic, and uh, yeah, we'll catch you next time. So that's the minisode that was never actually a minisode. If you enjoyed that, we've got loads more of those. So you can head over to our Patreon and check out all the minisodes that we've done. And as we said, if you sign up, you can request your own. And speaking of minisodes, which are commissioned by our six O's butlers, the top tier of our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash triple takeover. I'm going to do a rundown of thanks, which is another bonus that you get for being a six O's butler. And uh, we have new butlers this time again. I'm going to start at the bottom of the list and go up this time. So big thank you to Aaron Svoboda, Jim Owen, Nexus, Michael Loyacono, MK Tronic, Yip, Jackson Arwood, Jesse Moreno, Chris Norris, Shenry, Peter Hammerson, Vegemite Mike, Mike S, Puma the Hunter, Laserbeak, Amar, Stuart Webb, Sam Highland, Alicia, aka Alicia Tron, Jack Pelletier, Jonathan False Logic Howard, Phil G, Captain RA, Alec Mir, Anthony Cars, Troisif, Cliff Zaras, John Pearl, Yusufer, Geo Kaiser, Absurd, Dave Dalrymple, Justin Masaru, Pat Saturday, Stephen Perkins, Matt, Zachary Blader, Adam Shoemaker, Spider Father, Billy Ho, Chris, Brian Fox, Preston, Andy, C137, Danny Roberts, Dean Watts, and Nick. Thank you so much, guys. What a list, even backwards. And we also have uh, a question, which is, uh, you know, that's for one of our other tiers as well. You can ask a question on the episode. So I'm going to switch over now. And I haven't told the lads what the question is in advance. So I just think it'd be better to get um, a more spontaneous response. This sounds ominous. Yeah. Yeah, power's all mine. Right. So I'm going to go with a question from Stuart Webb, which is, for each of you, what is an aspect of Transformers? Could be anything, toy line, cartoon, comics, etc., that you're not very familiar with but want to dive into? Oh, that's a good question. I think it's perfect for this episode as well, because uh, it is something that, you know, 
at least myself, I had no idea about the topic that we were discussing. The, the whole point of the episode was almost like a reaction to stuff I'd never seen. So this is another element of you know, what do you not know about in the hobby that you'd like to spend some time finding out? I mean, before this, my answer would have been car robots, but very much done that now. So. Tick. Yep. I know what mine is. Go for it. Totally honest, uh, IDW, specifically yeah. more than meets the eye. It's Absolutely just the, right. The, the one area more than anything that um, I just I don't know much about. I, I have read a number of the IDW comics, but never got into more than meets the eye in any big way. And I think that's just because I missed out on it at the time when it was new and happening. And then it's that thing of, it's it's a little bit like people that get behind with Marvel films and things like that. Do you know what I mean? Unless you're kind of keep up with the momentum of it at the time it seems like a daunting prospect to kind of get on board and get up to speed. Uh, and then, of course, the whole thing ended. And yeah, so I just basically f- sort of fell out the momentum of it. So desperately, desperately do want to get to that at some point. Uh, I think it's just been an incredibly difficult time to find uh, the space to read comics with, you know, childcare and things like that going on, but uh, absolutely on the list. You know, um, I started reading it, I think it was quite a way into the run. It was issue 19 that I joined in because right. of people just telling me how good it was. And I read issues 1 to 19 in one go, just over a handful of days. And it was an amazing experience to do it that way. I think I enjoyed it far more than I would have done reading individual issues just month to month. So mm. I think that's going to be a wicked experience. And the analogy with the Marvel movies is funny because I'd fallen so far behind with those that I ended up watching, what was it, 23 movies in three days? Yeah, Wasn't it three that. days or something? Wasn't it in the was it in the run up to Endgame that you were exactly doing that? so I yeah, could go yeah. and see Endgame in the cinema while it was still there? I was yeah. ridiculous how much time I spent watching those movies. I just remember bomb in one go. I did read the IDW comics as they came out like that, and I remember the pain of having to wait between each issue of like Lost Light. So mm-hmm. I'm very envious you got to condense it. Yeah, by that point I was waiting as well. Yeah, so I think for me it's uh, it's comic related too. It'll be the Marvel UK run, so I think right. it's a no. long overdue thing to get into. And I'd love to um, watch Victory properly with the subs. Yeah. Well, maybe we should make a little uh, a little deal as such, a little arrangement that if I sit down and read and More Than Meets the Eye, then you sit and read the Marvel UK. Yeah, <laughs> I'm up see for where that. we get to. Yeah, it'll so. be fun. It'll be a few episode topics in, in that kind of content. Oh, sure. We can't not do a More Than Meets the Eye episode. So the sooner we can get to that, the better. All right. Well, I better get reading then, aren't I? Mm. Liam, what about you? I'm going to pick the Master Force Warriors. <laughs> You're going to dive into those, are you? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever heard of them? Yeah, just make sure you're packing some power glide when you do your diving. <laughs> you don't want to get any sore cheeks. <laughs> um, no, I would like to learn more about Diaclone, to be honest, because I know bits about it, but it's not something that I know a great deal about. So mm-hmm. and there's so much interest in this, like that one that looks like it turns into a padlock or something, stuff like that. I'm like, what are these cool things, man? So I'll, I'll wait for the episode yeah. to tell you that that's uh, Microman then. <laughs> it's all one umbrella. <laughs> So is this going to be the episode of me just going, is this Diaclone? And you like pulling your hair oh, out. He's going to be insufferable, honestly. He's going yeah. to be absolutely insufferable. And he knows he is. I can't even deny it. I can't even deny it. No, he no. knows he is. He knows he is. But fair enough, it is his specialist subject. But it, so are you more interested then in the stuff that was Diaclone and Microchange that wasn't Transformers? Yeah, just pre-Transformers more than anything. Right. Because I know enough about, well, I know some things about it, enough to get by, should I say, but there's so much more to it because some of the stuff you come out with, Maz, and, and yourself, so it's really interesting, the stuff I don't know, so I'm always fascinated. Mm. Good answers. Cool. Thank you for the, the question, Stuart. Yeah. Really good. Right, so that's our Patreon, so do check that out. And also, final shout-out to our sponsor as well, tfsource.com. Uh, do check them out for all your Transformers and third-party needs. And the final shout-out ever for gearforgeeks.co.uk, having a clearing-out sale. So do go and check them out as well. 
And if you'd like to buy your own tote bags or official Triple Takeover merchandise, you can go to redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash triple takeover forward slash explore. And if you'd like to interact with us more, you can check out our social media feeds by going to Facebook at Triple Takeover, all one word, or Instagram and Twitter where we are at triple underscore takeover. That underscore is very important. Lads, where can people find you? I am at TF Square One on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. I'm at 6OTF on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. And I'm Toybox Soapbox, anywhere there's an at. With that, we've reached the end, and it's time for us all to down this shift. At some point we will definitely return to Enya John, but for now it's time to sail away, sail away, sail away. Sail away, sail away. Sail away, sail away, sail away. Oh, you're happy with your Enya reference that you squeezed into the end of that? <laughs>